This is Two Girls, One Mike, the show that talks about the holes and plot holes of your favorite porn. Welcome to Two Girls, One Mike, the porncast that much like coronavirus, we're not sure where any of this is going and we're terrified. I'm your co-host Yvette Dantramon. This is my lovely non-flu symptomatic yet co-host. I mean, the key word is yet. I am currently not symptomatic. Who knows? I might be asymptomatic. I live in New York. Yeah, you know, let's talk some coronavirus because we do talk about health and safety and not transmitting diseases here every so often. So let's talk about the one that 40 to 70 percent of the population of the entire planet is probably going to have and it will kill 2 percent of us all more than likely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, we were due for a new bubonic plague. So about that time, right? Yeah, it, this is a whole lot. So anyways, we're recording this the day after the first case was diagnosed in California. That was, that was as I call it, a community uh, case, that one that just kind of, they're not sure where it came from. But here's the thing. This is like, I keep on reading, you know, dozens of articles about this a day. It's not quite unexpected that one would happen in Solano County, California, because if you remember, there were some people that were transported back from Wuhan and they were kept at, an, I believe, an Air Force base. The Air Force base is in Solano County. So it's not good that we know, you know, that, oh, it's out and about because of this. But like, yeah, it's it's there's a reason that it was there. But this is a lot of not good. It's in the U.S. now. You're going to know people that are going to die from this more than likely. Like this is a two percent of the population thing. You know, give or take. How many friends do you have that, you know, by name that are good acquaintances? Five hundred people. You're going to know a few people who are going to die from this. It's terrifying. I'm sorry. We were supposed to be talking about poor. T- yeah, but I mean. And what is the comparison to that and the normal flu that comes out every year? So the flu, the rates of death from the flu vary year to year. So average year, it's going to be about 0.05%. A bad year is about 0.1%. This year, it's been about 0.05, which, you know, still not great. So here's the thing, the coronavirus, and it varies by country. We still are tracking this. We're kind of, it's it's a moving target. At this point, it looks like it's about 2.5%. That's 25 times higher than the flu in a bad oh, year. Oh, shit. In a bad year for the flu. Now, this is also... And this is terrifying again. No, I say it's terrifying. Don't panic. This is comparable to the 1918 Spanish flu. Uh, and I was just following more news stories on it today. And this is something interesting they brought up. The 1918 Spanish flu, would, if it were to, if someone were to drop a vial of that into the population today, it would not kill anywhere near as many people because in 1918, we had fuck all for technology. So... This is killing about the same percentage of people as the Spanish flu, and we have 2020 medical technology. Ooh. So, whew, it's going to be, uh, and I subjected myself to that fucking news conference from President Trump. We do not have a vaccine yet. There are vaccines being tested. Uh, this is the kind of virus that mutates every year. And as far as a vaccine goes, I mean, they're saying that, I mean, the quickest that they could come out is, what, 12 to 16 months, which, I mean, that is very, if all goes well. That is optimistic. <sighs> That's like me saying, I, I'm going to go to the Pornhub Awards and bang Michael Vegas. It's not going to happen. I know my luck. Like, it's just... <laughs> No. <laughs> Let's, I mean, Michael, call me. Uh, <laughs> statistically, for a vaccine, it's about 10 to 15 years development, isn't it? It's, I mean, you have to go through, like, not just, you know, testing to make sure it's efficacious, but that it's safe, that it's efficacious in a large enough percentage of the population, that it doesn't have any other complications. And then you have to manufacture enough for 7 billion people. 
and really the only reason that we, as far as the flu vaccine goes, from what I'm aware of, and you could feel free to correct me if I'm wrong, I mean, we basically take a guess at what is going to most likely be the worst strain yeah. each year. And that's how we're yeah. able to distribute vaccines on an annual basis for whatever strain we figure this is probably going to yeah. be the worst one. Statistically, who knows, but it's better than getting the flu and dying. So. Yeah, it's, I mean, they, they take, give or take, because most of the time you get a quadrivalent, so you get four strains that you're immunized for, but they kind of take a guess on where that strain is going this year, and it could mutate some more, and that vaccine against that flu could be not so useful, or it could be a different strain that's bad that year. So here's the thing, COVID-19 could end up being just another annual flu that we have to deal with until there's a vaccine out for it. And 12 to 18 months is very optimistic. So in the next 12 to 18 months, tens of thousands of people are going to die. You're probably going to know some of them. And here's, I, I know this is all sounds, it's, we were here to talk about porn today. Um, we're being sponsored by a law firm that promotes will writing. <laughs> oh god do we cheat him and how uh speaking of that i've already seen uh some charlatans out there trying to sell their you know vitamin infusions that are of course gonna treat you for the there is nothing that you can do other than please wash your fucking hands if you have symptoms stay home but even if it's cold stay the fuck home don't spread those this virus it seems kind of like an inevitable thing at this point. And it, it sucks and it's scary. You right now, person sitting in bumfuck Omaha or wherever you, if we have listeners in, in Omaha, hi. Uh, but wherever you are, you can't do much right now. There's no, it's kind of like worry, but worry more about, and this is a really interesting point that I heard on um, on the Daily from the New York Times today. Worry more about what this is going to do to us psychologically. When we all see some people we know over the next few years dying from this thing that we always knew was kind of an existential threat and is now here. So that's going to take some bracing. And if you want to worry yourself more, watch the movie Contagion. Highly recommended. Oh boy, I haven't seen that one. Are you serious? So I saw um, The Hot Zone. Gwyneth Paltrow dies? Sold. Yeah, Sold. exactly. Sold. So touch aside. Sold. Done. Got it. All right. right? I'm is, wait, is there a porn version of that? Because I would jerk off to that. I'm kidding. No, I'm not. I would. I would definitely jerk off to that. Hate mail to info at twogirlswomemike.com. On a lighter note, so first off, we have a guest this episode. And we are so excited to I'm, finally have a threesome with Dan. Uh, Let me tell you. I didn't know if I was allowed to talk or not, if I can be honest. We were, we were hoping for you to jump uh, well, in. Well, I didn't, I didn't know. I didn't, we didn't, we didn't talk Why about this. Why were you checking the chat box, Dan, you're always invited oh my, to talk about... Because I have like three things open. Dan, you're welcome to jump in at any point. Okay, <laughs> well, well, and then, but then also... Dan, Dan, we always want to talk about communicable diseases with you. And considering how nihilistic this topic was, right? Because I was wanting to say, thank God we have Mike Pence in charge of this. So now... So we should probably quickly introduce Dan uh, because we're, we're such good friends with them that we forget our audience might not know who the fuck we're talking <laughs> about. So uh, since Al Alice... Give, give Dan the introduction he deserves. Is it the one he deserves? So Dan's this asshole that we know from the internet because he started this site called A Science Enthusiast. And he just started making some memes that people liked and we kept him around. We thank you for your patronage, Dan. So friend of the show, Dan Broadbent. <laughs> Yay, golf class. Thanks. <laughs> Don't worry, they're, they're Trump-approved golf claps, the same ones he gets. 
Oh, oh. Now, the reason I said we have to give Dan uh, his proper due introduction is because Dan, as some of you may or may not know, is from Indiana, the, the place that spat forth onto this planet, Michael. Yeah. And I, so, I, I live about 30 minutes away from where uh, Pence was born or grew up or I don't know, something congealed oh in boy. a puddle. He was the, the primordial ooze. This is the best that evolution could do. See, we're keeping it consistent with the theme of the show. We're talking about ooze now. So I appreciate that. Exactly. And I'm just saying, like, maybe we'll find out from watching some primordial ooze coming out of him, much like happened to the Iranian vice president, that he got it. That could happen. Oh, speaking of ooze and bullshit remedies, can I tell you guys about an exciting story about potatoes? I'm terrified, yes. Okay. So I don't know. Have you guys seen the story about People, and I'm not joking when I say this, someone's going around on the internet and saying that you should put potatoes, raw potatoes in your butt for your hemorrhoids. Oh, my God. So, wait, uh, I, I was I had to ask. So do they do they have any evidence that it works? No, but hold on. <laughs> this gets better. So someone tried it, didn't they? The UK edition of Reader's Digest basically published a list of nine home remedies for treating hemorrhoids. No. Yeah. So newsflash, none of them work, uh, including some of them were like, put a warm tea bag against your butthole while you're sitting on a toilet, which I mean, why? Can you imagine like, what kind of tea would even work best? Earl Grey, oolong, mint tea? A soothing ginger. It's just it's just hitting the end of your digestive system. You just need to, to apply it directly. This is why we deserve coronavirus. If I can just... <laughs> to get rid of the... He- I didn't believe Maybe you. coronavirus comes for the hemorrhoids first. And I just pulled it up and I, I just Googled potatoes, hemorrhoids. And the first result on Google is try a potato. It sounds strange. Yeah, it fucking does. No. <laughs> what? Wait, the instructions like, get so much better. Okay, now just can say I to shove it into your, like, yeah, tell. So insert the frozen potato slice in your oh, anus. Frozen. Wait. Frozen? And leave it inside for 30 seconds. Repeat the process for three to five days. And the next three to five days, leave the slice inside for 30 seconds more each time. Okay, first off, don't do this. Uh, ow. <laughs> Ow! Like, okay, keep going. Keep going. I need more info. That was all the information, which was... Look, it doesn't sound appealing to me. Uh, No one got the... Okay, I I did. I did. I just didn't want to give you credit. I was judging you for it. I was judging. So wait, it it, it is a peeled potato? I assume so. I mean, it's a frozen slice. So yeah, part of it has to be raw. But... I want to know who is the troll who came up with this because it is brilliant. So a few years ago, this thing went around the internet uh, with this girl who's like, I I, uh, infiltrated, you know, the vaccine resistance movement website and I told them to put mustard on themselves in case they got sick and those fuckers fell for it. And I'm like, and here's the thing. That was my old roommate, uh, Alicia, who did that. Oh, shut up. Yeah. So, I mean, every so often I'll see the screen cap that I took of her profile going, uh, you know, on Imgur or on Reddit. And I'm like, God damn. Why didn't I put my watermark on that? <laughs> but it was just Alicia being being the awesome little little wrecking ball of a human she was. But yeah, the fact that people were like, I'm going to try this for my kid. I'm like, no, someone's going to put mustard on their child yeah. when they have the flu now. Like, guys, don't don't put mustard on your baby with coronavirus. Don't don't shove a potato in your ass unless you really are into like maybe that's your fetish. I don't know. Make it ribbed. I mean, if you're into stretching and don't have a butt plug. Wait, no, that's still not 
safe because then you can't remove it easily. You know what? This goes back to when we had the emergency room doctor. Yeah. What have you? What's the weirdest thing you've taken out of an anus? Oof. Oh, that wasn't a question for me. Okay, I, I'm sorry. Dan, what is the weirdest thing you've taken out of an anus? <laughs> Yours or someone else's? Um, we'll take anything for an answer. I've never inserted anything into my anus. I can say that. Okay. Uh, but, we'll accept uh, that answer. But I don't. I don't kiss, lick, or suck until so. We appreciate that in a guest. <laughs> Look, all I'm saying is if you're ever in Home Depot, you have a wall of options in uh, the doorknob section. <laughs> it's that store where you go into and it's like there are too many aisles to drool over whether you're kind of addicted to home repair or, you know, bedroom maintenance. For me, it is actually home repair. There are just so many thwacky things. So many thwacky things. If, if you're, I'm saying this as a helpful hint. If you're someone who's gone to like a sex convention and seen all the zillion toys that cost way too much and you're like, I want to incorporate some of those into my sex life, seriously, go to Home Depot. Oh, yeah. You can find all the stuff you need for a rip-roaringly good and thwacky time there. You are welcome or I am sorry. I, I was going to say I have chains. I have, I've started making my own paddles this year. So I am, I'm just all sorts of handy See, and people say that millennials aren't doing anything with their hands nowadays. See, we've gotten very good at woodworking. We're very creative if we put our minds to something. Actually, this makes me think about, like, back in the day, what were the paddles of, like, Queen Elizabeth's time, you know, or Henry VIII? I'm going to say hands. Just, you know, they have big old... You can do a lot with hands if you know what you're doing. Indeed. But, like, I'm picturing there being, like, some epic royal paddle that was, like, gilded with gold that said dunce on it. (laughs) I would be down with having like if have you seen the paddles that have like words etched into them and you can have like slut slapped onto you and left for an imprint temper. I I dig those. I wonder what what a royal one of those would be. I don't know. Old English words. I'm trying to think. <laughs> I got nothing. I, I got nothing. Yeah. If you are English and you know what something slutty is, write to us. <laughs> the answer is Essex girl. Come at me, Essex <laughs> girls. You know I'm right. I lived. I lived in England and I know the I heard the rumors. I live next to one of you. But it's okay. I'll take the hate mail for that one. So we have a porn to review. We do, and I'm excited about it. It was hilarious. Oh, my God. This is probably the best porn. You know what? For me, this was one of my personal favorites. Like, top five? Top three. Top three, easy. I'm not going to say favorite because of your thing. I'm still, I have, don't hate me. I've watched, I managed, just due to time constraints, I got through half an episode of Always Sunny. But watching the porn makes me want to go to and binge watch It's Always Sunny in, in Philadelphia because this was fucking hysterical and I felt like I knew the characters from the show from watching the porn. They were so well developed. So Dan, you're a huge Always Sunny fan. Am I putting that lightly? Slightly lightly. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, tell I, us about your relationship with Always Sunny and tell us like we're your therapist. And if someone's never watched Always Sunny, how can you describe it to them? So Glenn Howerton, who plays Dennis, uh, he and Rob McElhinney, who plays Mac, they're the two creators of the series. And and I've seen some interviews where Glenn's talked about the show and everything. And, and of course, I, I could have prepared for this and like had it up and actually read it. But don't worry. Alice is the only one who ever prepares for the show. Oh, no, 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 not. OK, so sorry, Dan, continue. Well, I was going to say, I, I prepared in that I took five pages notes while we were watching. So yeah, I sent the link to him a week ago with not even 24 hours later. He sends me a script. The full script? No. Uh, basically. Well, it's a, it's a. Oh, come on. It's a breakdown scene by scene. 
I'm impre- I was going to say, we also, our last uh, guest that we recorded with, Matt and Mattingly, they were down. Like, they, they had scene by scene, like, synopsis. I'm like, wow, these guys are that's, good. But yeah, that's this what is- I, ha- I have act one, scene one, act, act three, scene one. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm impressed. I, I did that. So. We love this. Thank you. Okay, so sorry, I interrupted you, but going back, uh, how the creators of the show. Yeah, so so Glenn has said that it's basically the worst versions of people, and that's whatever is happening. It's supposed to be funny, like at their expense. It's, it's never supposed to be glorifying these. Well, except when Charlie has some authority in episodes there, you're not supposed to ever like relate to them or feel good for them or anything like that. These are bad people. They know it. You bad know people it. doing bad things. There's a layer there, but then they also have the layer of, especially as you get later in the seasons, whatever they're talking about in the show is it's always about something else. It's like, it's always social commentary on something ah, like it gets layered. Right. And one of the, I think one of the first episodes I ever saw was uh, the gang tries desperately to win an award or something. And that entire episode is a commentary on how their show itself, even though it's absolutely brilliant, has never won like a major award and always oh like God. never in that. So every, like they're talking about everything. And so they're talking about how they have to, you know, do this, that, the other to, to appeal to people and, and stuff like that. And they even did that a little bit in one of the, I forget what season it's in where they film uh, Charlie's and Max moms in old lady house, I think is the name of the episode. <laughs> and, and, and so oh like, they they do the do the these shots at people in the old lady house episode. They they talked about how or Charlie's like, yeah, man, I, I really like the laugh track, you know, because they're laughing. I know I'm supposed to laugh, and of course, always Sunny doesn't have a laugh track, and so it's like things like oh that. My God. It's always, like they they're always taking shots at at everyone else. It's just absolutely brilliant how they do it, and the fact that they haven't won an award is just really shameful it's just it's just mm-hmm. nuts to the academy yeah it, it's insane it's such a brilliant show i mean it is so layered so deep you hate and love the characters right they're as broken and awful as you and all of your broken and awful friends not you you but us you you know what i mean and the fact that like you have danny devito the sexiest man alive oh, in that show God. So Danny, his story is, me. and I've not actually, this is, may, might be a rumor that I'm propagating here, but his story is. Please propagate, do. Propagate. So they do season one. And of course, season one is is funny, but it, it's something new. And I think part of why they haven't won any awards is lay people watch it and they, number one, don't know when to laugh. They don't know what's supposed to be funny or not because the show's not telling them what's supposed to be a joke or not. The fact that people need a laugh track. Right. Yvette, have you met the average person? Right. Well, yeah. yeah. Look, the, yes. do you understand why our show is so popular? <laughs> right. It's not because we're good. Right. Oh, well, like they're <laughs> we are lowest common denominator dick joke tellers. <laughs> the very first episode of of the, the series premiere was the gang gets racist. So it's a show about Holy how racist shit. they are. They open on blackface. Oh my! What? Well, I don't. So I, <laughs> well, they didn't technically open, but close enough. <laughs> How did they manage to get Justin Trudeau? Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, before I was so rudely interrupted. We take shots at everyone here. <laughs> but they, so they, you see that and you're like, well, this is just offensive and not funny. And you don't realize it's always about something else because that requires you to think. 
but I don't know where I was going with that before. Of why the show is so brilliant, I guess. Oh, no. Well, I, I, I mansplained that about three times now, I think. I know, I'm excited for three weeks of binging this whilst <laughs> writing uh, gluten-free cake recipes, so this is going to be fun. Oh, my God. You're going to love it so much. And by the way, when's the next season coming out? Because I'm desperately waiting. I don't know. I don't. We ha- I have internet in front of me, and I'm going to check. I don't know that they've been like approved, but I... I hope to God they've been approved. Jesus, they've had like, what, 10 seasons? I remember reading somewhere that it said that they had work on ideal for two more seasons or something, but here I'm reading an episode or a uh, article from a month and a half ago saying, well, always going to get its 15th season and break a record. So it's a, a cautiously optimistic yes? I don't see how they don't. I don't see how they're not yeah. making tons of money off. Oh, Danny DeVito in his involvement. So that's what we were talking about yes. before. So he mm-hmm. got, he gets involved uh, because they get to the end of the first season and FX was like, hey, this is a great show, but you guys need to bring in a big name or else we can't renew you. And so I guess, you know, they somehow got Danny DeVito involved and you know, or he knew, saw the show, loved it and said, yeah, I'll, I'll come in and say so you guys can continue doing the show again. I don't know if this is actually true. It's just kind of a rumor that I've heard, but it would make sense for it to be true because all throughout the show, they're saying Frank is coming in. You know, Frank has all the money like Frank's going to come in and bail us out all the time. So it's again, you know, them getting bailed out like in real life, but also in the show. So it's. Nice. Just lots of layers. So last episode, we reviewed Love Emergency, which won Best Comedy of the Year. And this actually won a couple awards at the 2020 AVN. So this is a relatively new porn. It came out last year. It won Best Supporting Actor for Tommy Pistol. It was a nominee for Best Parody, and it was a nominee for Best Comedic Screenplay. Look at Alice reading my notes right now. I really am. I can see you are. (laughs) I can see it it says you are... Anonymous Beaver. <laughs> she is an anonymous. What? <laughs> That's what it says. I mean, anonymous my beaver. vagina is called that. So, yes. She is only an anonymous beaver when she's working the glory holes back in Poland. Let's not talk about that. So, <laughs> well, now the audience knows I don't shave. <laughs> I pictured you as a girl who kicked at 70s style. Look, I get lazy in the winter. I need to keep warm down there. Pants don't always do it. But <laughs> I actually have to say that we reviewed on the last episode Love Emergency, and we're uh, reviewing on this episode The Gang Makes a Porno. Holy shit, I think this was better than Love Emergency. I enjoyed them for two very different reasons. Cause, like, I, you know, Love Emergency was the first one that we've seen that was not an experimental thing and it wasn't a parody. It was just, we wrote a funny little thing that happens to have banging in it. And it was, it subverted so many of our expectations because the people that they're trying to get together for the whole porn don't have sex. Like, there are just all these little things they do that we enjoy. But it's like this, uh, not knowing it's always sunny, I felt like I knew the characters right away better than I did from Love Emergency. I felt like I, I was in this world and I got the the chemistry in the group. So let's talk about the casting and the characters before we go into, you know, scene by scene screenplay. So first off, they had Tommy Pistol play Charlie. Oh, Holy my God. shit. He was like spot on with the voice and that's not an easy voice. He's good at voices in general. And this like I was impressed. Oh, my God. I mean, I don't from the beginning. He nailed Charlie and the frantic movements and the uh, the facial expressions, everything. And that's yeah, that was something I think I, I wrote down. Whoever wrote 
it clearly is like a hardcore fan of the show and knows, oh, yeah. you know, everybody's nuances and everything like that. And and it, I was, I even wrote very shocked by the high quality of acting. <laughs> <laughs> this is something that I think keeps surprising people when they come to the show. They're like, this was actually good. And Alice and I are like, no, no, we've come to expect good now. We have, <laughs> we have standards in our pornography. But you had, I think it was Tiffany Watson who played the deed character in this. So she did really well. Uh, Xander Corvus played Mac and God, my God, like he nailed Mac. Was it just me or I, I feel like he was always, always lifting weights, always. Well, and, yeah. and so I, I watched this uh, with with Kelsey and she commented that it was very clearly not gay Mac. It was early like season like one to five or six uh, Mac. Wait, is there a not gay Mac? Is there wait, is there a switch when he does he come out? I'm con- I, I don't know the I don't know the show well. Oh, enough. my God. Oh, my God. Alice, I know. I'm such. You I, need, please mansplain this to her. Man, no, no. I, just, please. I, I, I come on she, your show. She doesn't know any better. I come on your show to talk about Always Sunny. I didn't say we're professionals. When I picture mansplaining, God. I picture somebody actually taking their penis and doing puppetry with it and being like, <laughs> so here's how like that's what I want. With You with think he's not going to do that, event? No, I know I, he is. I'm I, giving him ideas. I guarantee you I exactly. will not do that. I will never do that. <laughs> You need to. He went on the internet for many reasons that I'm guessing. It sounds very painful. That yes. I I, I feel like feel like that's not an opening that should be used to to mimic a mouth. No. Well, I mean, some some people do. Some people are into it, so But if you're uncircumcised, you might be able to do it. So Tommy Pistol, I have a webcam idea for you. You're welcome. I thought we were talking about urethra. It's we're talking about two different things. Okay. My bad. I thought we were talking about urethra too. Okay, well, Alice. Oh shit! My, maybe Alice doesn't know how penises work. I was thinking about taking the, the just boop, boop. right. I'm I'm just thinking never. Oh wow! I wasn't thinking about. I was thinking about the outside. All right, guys, I'm blonde. I'm slow. Work with this. That wouldn't uh, anyway. <laughs> Annie, so we. <laughs> I'm not going to review. I'm not here to review foreskin stretching. Look, awkward penis moments happen on this show. It's just part of. Someone take their foreskin and just hide me in it. That's God. That that's like a romance. A not, that is a romantic porn waiting to happen. Hide me, in, <laughs> comfort me in your foreskin, deep in the love of your foreskin. Just stretch it around my torso. How many Jewish How boys? How much skin do you think is there, though? Like, has she? Oh wait, have you ever banged an uh, an uncircumcised guy? I have. I'm, guys. I'm. Never mind. <laughs> it's, I apologize. You're for, killing me. It's. I apologize for prying. Um, <laughs> Look, he had extra skin. He just took extra foreskin and glued it on. Wait, what? No, never mind. I was. <laughs> There are people who have foreskin reconstruction <laughs> surgery because they're crazy. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. Like, I, of it's, course they do. Okay, so go back. I believe uh, Penn and Teller's Bullshit is now on Hulu. They had an episode on, um, I don't know if it was foreskin reconstruction surgery, but like there was a way you could like put these weighted balls and like like little ball bearings and like an elastic band around his penis to try to, quote, regrow his foreskin. 
Uh, I'm why? like, like here's the thing. I, I as much as I, I think circumcision is in general a, a not a thing we should do. Uh, I also look at the antactivists and go, guys, you got to work on your messaging. Right. I so don't. You said elastic band, and all my brain went to was, let me just take more. You know how they take elastic bands and stretch them over each other until you have one big elastic band ball. Oh my god. Well, what if you did that on someone's dick? I think that it'd be really hard to blow them ever again afterwards, and that would be sad for for them. You're not like a a, a lizard or something that can grow back skin no. like that. <laughs> Unfortunately, but yeah, go watch the circumcision episode of uh, Penn and Teller's bullshit. They do they make they make some decent points on that one. But the uh, the guy who like tried to reform his foreskin, whoo boy, that's a bit much. Yeah, I it's a real thing. It's on Wikipedia, so that means it's real. If it's on the internet, it happens. Foreskin restoration is the process of expanding the skin on the penis to reconstruct an organ similar to the foreskin. There, As somebody who has his foreskin, I don't see any value in going putting yourself through that. Can I just throw that out there? Is that TMI? No, that's not. That's, okay. th- thank you. Thank <laughs> you for the input. Like, we, we don't know the differences because we don't have a penis. Hence, we probably don't have foreskin. But, like, we also... I don't think many men out there know the difference from having it because not many people go through that surgery as an adult. So it's not it's not like you. And I didn't I didn't even know. I mean, I I didn't go around looking at other dudes dicks. I didn't even know until (laughs) I was in college and some girl told me and I was like, oh, what a fun, sexy time for you. So you're saying that all the people who circumcise their sons because they were circumcised and they don't want them to be feel weird about it. There's nothing to worry about. I don't care. <laughs> like it makes no difference to me. But but yeah. no, I mean I was apparently I was supposed because this was because when we had our our two boys, my parents like asked for some reason if we do that. And we're like, well, no, because it's fucking weird to do. And they said, well, yeah. you are. And I said, no, I'm not. So they <laughs> they paid for it. So we need to go back like 36 <gasps> years. And uh, they're owed a couple hundred bucks, I think, because they paid for it to be done. But for whatever reason, your penis was set free. I know. Like, praise the law. You were like the turkey that was pardoned. (laughs) (laughs) And it kind of looks the same, too. The turkey neck and the (laughs) the, uh, foreskin, that is. I believe that's called the gobbler, isn't it? Isn't it? (laughs) I don't know my turkey anatomy. Whatever it is, it it looks similar to the ball area. I'll, you know, I'm going to I'm going to take the joke. I'm going to pretend it worked. It it does. It does. I'm looking at the pictures here. It's it's about foreskin esque kind of more, more, <laughs> more ballish. More, or we should, your your foreskin <laughs> got I'm received, a science enthusiast. We should use technical terms. Testicular ish. Bollicular. Scrotum ish. Scrotal. <laughs> Guys, so I found a top 10 foreskin reconstruction kits of 2019 to 2020. Wait, it gets better. Number nine. Before you say there, that means there's somebody, there's an 11th maker who's really mad he didn't make this list. I'm just saying. Well, he should be really pissed because number nine's just a sweatshirt. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to know. I don't, I don't want to know. Do you just wrap the swept sweatshirt around your dick? Call it your foreskin? Call it a day? And just try to shove that into a woman. Good luck. <laughs> or into whatever you're Look, into. She's going to hey. steal your hoodie anyway. <laughs> <laughs> See, maybe that's the protection you're supposed to wear when you're fucking a couch. We'll ask Tommy Pistol. <laughs> Somehow, while I was Googling this, I also somehow stumbled onto a... 
<laughs> oh Lord, I I like it when it's when there's laughter too much to be able to to spit out the thing. <laughs> Baby, spit it. Don't swallow it. We want to see that 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 foamy come all over. The- Tell us what it is. We want to hear. You can do it. I want to know. I stumbled upon an article that says, "Who stole Jesus's foreskin?" <laughs> that would be, if I may, that would be the Jews. You are welcome. I don't know why I'm laughing so hard. I, I think if I saw it, but it's like, who stole Jesus' foreskin? Like, there, there are so Just many. the idea <clears throat> of someone trying to steal his foreskin in the dead of the night. I'm picturing Jesus waking up. Hmm, things are fine. Going, well, ten fingers. Ten. Oh, my me. My foreskin has gone missing. Well, I can make wine out of nowhere. Let's see what I can do with. Well, you know, we got to make this a rule now. Everyone's dick's got to look like mine. There's a surprising amount of articles with that headline. Oh, my God. What the fuck? What is wrong? 11 seriously weird facts about Jesus's foreskin. Merry Christmas. Someone stole Jesus's foreskin. We deserve the coronavirus. Who we stole John it. Paul's blood and Christ's foreskin? We deserve the cleansing fire. We deserve all of it. Cleanse us. We should probably get back to the poem. Who stole Jesus? I'm, that sounds, isn't there a book called? Now we're on a rabbit hole. Now, 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 now I got to know who stole it. This is a Nancy Drew mystery. I'm just, I'm just saying it was, I'm still going to go with, look, as a Jew, I'm just going to go with the Jews. I will take the blame for this. It's well, our fault. I think it's a bold assumption to assume that Jesus even exists in the first place. Well, that's a topic of another show. Oh, <laughs> if, hey, if you want to argue with us about if Jesus ever existed, Email us, info at twogirlsonemike.com. We love arguing about anything. All right, so let's get back to the parody, Jesus Christ. (laughs) Um, (laughs) So we were talking about pre- and post-gay Mac. (laughs) Is that what we were talking about? that's where this came from. Which is actually a perfect segue for those of you who know the show, of going from Jesus' foreskin back to Mac. It it is, because he somehow... Again, they talk about this on the show about the the episode about the bathrooms, and he's they're talking about who's the most minority, and he said, "Well, I'm I'm gay. That's a minority. And, yeah, but you're also Catholic. So are you more gay or are you Catholic?" And he says, "Oh my, God. I don't know. They're at war with each other." I mean, that's technically a minority, a gay Catholic, <laughs> right? <laughs> I knew a gay Catholic guy who thought that gay shouldn't be allowed to get married because he was Catholic, and I'm like, you know, you can change one of those two things about yourself. That was just an excuse for him not to get married. Oh, oh, that's why didn't I think of that? <laughs> right, 4D chess. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> so the gang decides and. By the way, if you've never watched Always Sunny, they always, in most episodes, have some sort of get-rich-quick scheme that they're trying to accomplish. Ah, those kinds of folk. They're fun. Yes. And in this episode, they come up with a brilliant idea. Specifically, Frank comes up with a brilliant idea. Oh, boy. Which is to make a porno. Dun, dun, dun. And of course, there's no pushback from everyone on this. Like, now we should, now we're going to, we're going to do this. By the way, I know in the notes that you mentioned that the treatment of D is consistent. Yes. But yeah, they basically berate her throughout the entire film, which is fantastic. I knew nothing of this character. and I'm watching this going, all right, this has to be the exact. like Because it seemed like we walked into this knowing, the, like this very set in stone uh, relationship with the characters. And it's like, I dug all the, the simultaneous uh, 
kvetching at her while being like, hey, could you go out and use your tits to get people to come be in a porno? <laughs> that was fun. But they would do something like that because they want to get rid of D. Is that a regular theme in the show, too? I would say so. They just don't want her around, basically. Or they want her around to blame her, like whatever happens on her or to make fun of her. Gotcha. Now, when they send her away, they ask her to go and try finding male talent. Now, that said, she stumbles upon Rickety Cricket. And, okay, Dan, I had contention with this because Rickety Cricket in the porn was just a hot guy. He wasn't homeless and he wasn't a priest. They should have went one or the other. I it mean, was... come on. They ha- it's a porno. They they could have had, like, a priest shoot, like, from tomorrow or the prior day in the closet, like a priest costume. So, yeah, I was about two beers deep at this point, so I might have missed it. But we debated as we were watching who the character was supposed to be. It was I didn't feel it was very clear. We came to that same conclusion, too. But, yeah, it was or no, actually, I think. No, I thought it was Army Guy. I thought it was Army Guy for a second. But the only reason I thought it was Rickety Cricket is because he kept saying, you know how he's always referencing that it's for real this time, Uh, right? I mean, that's kind of a cricket thing. Should I say yes? <laughs> because I don't remember. But yeah, I thought it was Army Guy because I got the impression that he they had his shirt tucked into his jean shorts. And so the, and that's how I inferred from that. But I might be misremembering that part. But beyond that, like I said, this the fact that we're even debating this is, I think, a, a big problem. Okay, fair enough. So, I mean, he could have been an amalgamation of multiple guys D has banged. So, fair enough. Let's also talk about Charlie's role in this, because he becomes the DP. Right. The director of production. And there, there are, of course, some Fantastic DP jokes. Event, did you happen to write it? Let's see. Let's see. I got to admit, after the conversation we had last night, I think I'm a really good DP. At first, I was a little uncomfortable. I didn't think I could get as much in, but this guy, I got to say, that would be the one that I wrote down the most of. I think there's one later on. But the fact that they managed to cram as many little jokes in while staying in character was fantastic. What was also interesting was how this film was split up. So it wasn't traditional. It was um, now when we reviewed Archer, you had two options or actually, let me uh, rephrase that. When we reviewed Striker, the Archer porn parody, which is very clear, it was broken up into eight episodes. Now you could buy the whole thing and it played as one. This, though, was one long movie, but it was broken up as if it were four episodes. And I think the four episodes kind of had one episode worth of actual plot. That's a note I have here is there there is a there's a lot of sex in this. Did you guys know that? Did you catch that? There was sex in this movie? <laughs> what? <laughs> Who are you people? What am I doing? I'm a respected scientist. Goodbye. <laughs> no. Yeah, I mean, we see some of them that have like way more plot. Wait, like we just did uh Space Nuts and that one I was impressed with the amount of like it was like over I would say half plot, over half plot maybe. This was uh, we've gotten used to this kind of thing where they have enough plot and then into 20 minutes of banging and it seemed like it was about a 2 to 3 ratio of banging to plot. And What was really nice is they put sex in mostly the places you expected it to. So, like, the first sex scene was in the bathroom. Which Mac has had sex in the bathroom at the bar in the show. Right? Now, okay. The one thing I wasn't sure about was were they going to have Mac bang a girl or a trans woman? In the show, they referred to her as the tranny. 
That's true. So. Look, we're reviewing It's Always Sunny. If we sound like horrible people, it's only because we're reviewing. We're reviewing a show about, okay, I, I did not realize <laughs> horrible that, that people. I didn't realize that they use the term, the, quote, the tranny in the show. So it's like, yeah, it's never, uh, never mind. Go, go. But it's like, <laughs> so, I, I'm sitting here going, oh God, we're going to get letters. We're going to get canceled. Were they going to bang someone with a vagina or someone who, you know. Who uh, has a science vagina science vagina or has a dick down there who knows you know we're saying that this but is a beautiful woman like if they had you know hired venus lux that would have been awesome we're saying or- we would have been down for whatever scene they gave us no matter who the actor was or what they what gender they were assigned at birth but I'm I, honestly, I kind of was hoping. I'm not gonna lie. I was really hoping that they were gonna hire a trans actor for this. It's. I wonder. Has Xander done scenes with trans actresses? I'm not sure. I don't know. That's something I'm curious about because it's like I know they're like Xander. Right in. Right, Xander. <laughs> come be on our show. Review porn with us. Tell us if you would have preferred your character in this to have been with a trans woman. More realistic. Yes. We want to know what you thought, what your motivation was for this character. <laughs> well, again, in my in, in my notes, I wrote very clearly, this is early, always sunny. <laughs> yeah, but always early sunny, like, that's the thing. Mac was dating, you know, the woman and she was pre-op. Well, she, right? yeah, she was, it was Carmen was her character's actual name. But then they would, of course, when they're talking about her on their own, they would refer to her as that the previous and <laughs> right i don't want oh, I, don't, I don't want to give like enough like sound bites that somebody can cut that out then like 10 years later when i'm like trying to do something like important <laughs> they're like oh my god they used words that were already canceled at that point <laughs> <Right>. cancellation <laughs> cancels for everyone but yeah I, I again i wrote the bathroom was grossly consistent with the bathroom in the show uh nice. they did they did have a no shame shitter which which i don't recall them having in the show a but no shame shitter. In fact, in the the bathroom episode that they did, one of the ideas Frank has is extending the partitions all the way down so that you have even more privacy, while like wild animal screams and stuff like that happens, so you can't tell what's happening. <laughs> I mean, personally, I'm a fan of hey, let's remove all the gaps in any bathroom. Right, the ones that's, that's, where you could slightly see people. That's the something ones at the uniquely bottom. American, I believe, because like nowhere yeah. else does that. They're like, oh, hey, you probably don't want people like peeking in at you while you're squatting on the pot. Or, you know, hearing the sound of a girl vomiting next to us when we were in Vegas. That was fun. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, um, that oh, was. Bulim is real. Oh, that, oh was, that was sad. I do have a note here. So, of course, they made use of the toilet as a seat. And I, I don't <laughs> I don't care for that at all. <laughs> Your germophobia does not. Well, it's it's just like you could be pooping right now and nobody would know. And I'm sure that's happened before. Like even as a joke, but either way, I don't care for that. Fair enough. Fair. We can we can accept that answer. <laughs> so the next sex scene, or actually, it's not even a sex scene; it's a striptease where you have some strippers. Uh, strippers audition. I like calling them strippers better. We're keeping it <laughs> strippers. <laughs> so you have some strippers auditioning for the porn, and Charlie is kind of with Frank, and well, Mac is lifting weights in the background. Mac and Dennis, uh, they're all basically say, telling the girls like what to do. So it's like, oh, why, why did you dance for us? And what I find hysterical is as they're taking their clothes off, and you wrote this down, Dan, and as did I, where was it Dennis that said, you know, there's a cookie in there in her ass? Did oh, I yeah. write that down? Yeah. Oh, we're we're on, I, I'm sorry, we're on act two, scene two. Oh yeah, there's a cookie in there. You're a cookie monster and you want it. Get in there. 
<laughs> oh my god! Yeah, I had to. Uh, I had to rewind it to be sure I heard that correctly because I was yeah distracted. Look, I'm just saying those women both had amazingly good, and I'm going to I, I'm going gorgeous. to throw down number one gorgeous, number two amazingly good. I'm going to say natural breasts. There was one of them that was so good, like they were so perky. I thought they were, f- and I looked. I'm like, no, those were moving like real ones. So what I'm like, look, and, and I think boobs are beautiful, no matter if they are genetically coded or if they are gifted by a surgeon. But these were amazing. Oh my god! And what was great was. Frank was trying to tip them, so instead of throwing bills, he instead just chucks a credit card. <laughs> nice. You know, if you could just like hold up Apple Pay to like to like a something on a stripper that and just you know hold on, I just got to. That's going to be, be when great. when we get chips put in our hands so that we just like swipe our hand or whatever. That's going to be. I don't know where you'd swipe it on said lady, but. Or man. I can think of a few places you can slip it in. I mean, people get implants already. I mean, might as well get it in the butt implant. <laughs> I have a friend who has a bunch of random, like, weird, like, biohackery implants. I'm going to ask her, so how how would one put their all of their, like, information so they can just pay a stripper with their, you know, with a chip in their hand? We have a new business idea. You could even do it if you could put it in the penis and then you, you have, like, each stroke is, like, two cents. No? Okay. Ooh. That, that, yeah, charge per stroke. Instead of Venmo, Bangmo. You need to lock down that website right now. We should lock it down as soon as we're off of this. <laughs> Bangmo. Bangmo. I'm just saying that'll be, it'll be the new service upon which we will not kick strippers and sex workers off for using our financial services. All we need is about a zillion dollars to run a bank and we'll be fine. If you are an investor who would like to give us a zillion dollars, write in. Somebody, we don't have a business plan yet, but we can make well, one. All I'm saying is if you're going to invest in a thing in which we can possibly help our friends not lose their bank accounts, that would be cool. Amazing. Bangmo. Uh, we're doing it. I, I hate to break it. Bangmo was registered as a website 12 years ago. Oh, man. And probably because it has the word bang in it now, it costs like $2,000 right. to buy. Right. Yeah. I found out my website costs like $1,500 to buy now. It costs like $12 a few years ago. Oh, wow. You made it happen. If someone wants to steal it from me, they got to pay the money for it. <laughs> right. I, I think I, I was told like by one of those, my website's worth like forty or $50,000. And I'm like, nice. <laughs> no, it's fucking not. It's <laughs> like if somebody wants to give me a four, it is for sale. If somebody wants to throw 40 grand at me for it, you can have it. <sighs> right. All investment opportunities. <laughs> Info at twogirlsonmike.com. Whether or not they're good or bad investments, who knows? I have a very annoying cat. That's a good investment opportunity. I want to see what it will take to get the cat to stop being annoying. Throw me $1,000. I will do that research. Info at two rolls, one mic. So let's go into the next sex scene, which is the actual official sex scene, where you have two girls banging Charlie, which of course it's Tommy Pistol. He can manage two women. But I love the intro because they're fighting over him and one of them breaks a glass bottle over the bar. That was amazing. I'm like, I did not expect that. This like, my notes for that are, holy More shit. More porns sh- need to have this. <laughs> like, I want hot women with amazing tits fighting over Tommy Pistol, our favorite actor in porn. Agreed. I'm just saying, <laughs> this needs to happen. 
They can't just use only breaking glass. They need to start having like swords pop out of nowhere. They need to start breaking chairs, right? I want like random like teams of ninjas to come in and help fight. At one point when they're arguing, she says, over my perfectly supple dead body. I'm like, well done, well done. I like, I realized I was taking notes, quote, wrong for this for the longest time. Like I just kept on trying to like write the script as I was going. I'm like, I need to just write down the funniest lines. So now I just turn it to write down the decent ones. Oh, so fun fact. Speaking of dead bodies, men can still ejaculate once they're dead. So um, who was doing this research and why has science gone too far? And and how did they do that? Well, it's now was this a rat model or was this done in humans? uh, Humans. So more. We have more. Tell us more. I don't even know what question I have, but I have questions. Oh, it was just a fun fact. Well, was it a fun fact? I don't know. Maybe it was for me. Well, here's a headline from Esquire. Can you make a baby from a dead man's sperm? You can freeze a sperm, so that's a little bit, yeah. maybe a bit misleading. I mean, you probably can sperm jack a guy for a certain number of hours after death, and I, I just don't know what the process would be on that or how long or how viable the sperm would be. But, you know, maybe don't try to sperm jack someone while they're dead. Well, here's a paper from 96, Artificially Stimulated Ejaculation in the Brain Dead Patient, a case report. Oh, see, brain dead and dead are two kind of different things. Right. Like, but that's an actual, that's a PubMed article. You know, that's that's an argument. I will take that. That is interesting. So me, even when men can't think anymore, still thinking with their dicks. Here's, and then there's a, we, this this is just a rabbit hole now. A <laughs> post-homus, or however you say that word, sperm retrieval. Or as a abbreviate, PSR. Look, it's not ethical, but what if we started harvesting the ejaculate of dead men there wouldn't no okay no here's i don't here's i don't qu- know where i was going with this look For maybe what, there because... you wouldn't have to worry about child payments i have a theory now there is a, there is one point where i can see where this could happen it could be an actual ethical conundrum say a woman and her husband are going through fertility treatment and they need to get the sperm out so they can she's already getting the treat he is in an accident clinically brain dead well she's like i wanted a baby and we were in the process of fucking doing this and he's already signed the forms i believe that would be inferred consent in that yes. instance, I feel that's one kind of normal-ish quote. It's like normal the only the only time. time I think it's okay to infer consent for something. Yeah, for sperm. <laughs> I'm gonna make a baby with you even while you're dead. Well, I already two said girls, you one Mike. The show where we put the romance in necromance. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we're gonna stimulate your brain and we're gonna take some of that sperm and make a baby after you're rotten. I'm learning so much while I'm on this show. It's amazing. You're welcome or we're sorry. Why not both? Here, I thought we'd just be talking about uh, Tommy Pistol the whole time. I was really excited to, too. But Look, we'll talk Tommy Pistol for hours. We've seen just like even when we're not <laughs> trying to watch his work, like we're like, oh, let's watch this thing. He's in everything. Like he, right. it's he's in me right now. Now it's he's just he's in all the, like it just happens to be that all the stuff we watch like there seems to be like a seventy five percent chance he's in it. Look, every other porn actor out there, I want to ball wash you too. It's the <laughs> it's just, the the quantum Tommy Pistol. He either is or isn't in everything until you have to watch it to find out. 
Yep. So going back to Tommy Pistol, unfortunately, this is a sex scene dream because it's Charlie and he doesn't actually have sex. Right. So, you know? yeah. And so that's that's something that I that I was very confused about the entire time. I said this would not happen to Charlie. Charlie like wants a threesome, no. but Charlie cannot have a threesome. Another note I gave for Tommy, if he's listening, he broke into his own voice. He broke character while having I wanted How dare he? I wanted to hear Charlie screaming. During, I I don't know what that sounds like, but I want oh, I I would have loved to have heard his interpretation. And Tommy stays in character <laughs> a lot of the time, and that's part of the reason that I I will watch his sex scenes is. As we've said before, the Horat Challenge, if you're new to the show, if, you're, if you've heard this before, just fast forward 30 seconds. Uh, new to the show, Tommy did the parody Horat to Borat, from which we we tell people, if you're in that special moment, things are getting heated, you're, everyone's about to come, and you're just, find yourself a way to spurt out the words, oh, very nice, <laughs> and see if everyone can keep their shit going. And, you know, I guess we've gotten a few emails from people who have tried this out now, but like, I just, I want more data. I want like, and I've, I've almost tried it once. And I just like in my brain, I'm, I'm like back of my head's going, say it in the front. And my clitoris is going, don't you fucking dare. <laughs> don't even think about. It. So like, I just, I look at the stuff they do while that, while they're in the middle of sex and I'm amazed that they can keep the act going. <laughs> So what happens in the next scene? Well, uh, so this is, I have this as act three, scene one, and they're trying to come up with their stage names. And oh God, these are amazing. I was so angry at how good these are and that they don't actually exist. Okay. So one of them came up with bend over, huh? Well, of course it was Mac and like, as I wrote consistent with gay Mac, who is, (laughs) who is objectively the best Mac, but that works. So I'll give the sex scene in act one a pass gotcha now the other one they came up with was oxlong mike oxlong I, that one made me and extremely now, angry now as, as i posted on facebook earlier today and i don't i i know alice saw it when i saw this and this i never thought of this until this moment i went to elementary school so of course i wasn't a complete fucking pervert yet i went to elementary school with a kid named mike ox his parents did that to him <laughs> I never thought of that before. Now he just needs to change it to Mike Ox Long. <laughs> I just, there was a moment in his life when he had that realization of what that is oh too. God. Like, I want to know, I'm curious how old he was and if he found that funny or not. It's probably the first time he was at a frat party and people just started chanting, Mike Cox, Mike Cox. Something. It had to happen well before that. We went to a really Catholic junior high. and So like, it really I think had just, to happen oh, before yeah, so, that. I, like, it's maybe it's just that I didn't hang out with him, so I don't remember kids giving that line of teasing. But, like, I just I, that had to have happened probably by high school. Now, bear in mind also for this porn that they're shooting that, you know, eventually does have Mike Oxlong in it. Somehow they're able to s- convince Callie Carter to be the porn star in this. How did, okay. First off, how did they get the funds to get Callie Carter to Philadelphia and to shoot with them? Was she just randomly there? You know, maybe she likes a good cheesesteak. Who am I to judge? Okay. Maybe she just likes the brotherly love. So, by the way, what happened? Uh, remind me, guys, what happened? So, they, they're trying to film the porn with Callie, but what happens to the original actor, the male talent? What scene are we in now? We're jumping around. I think we're at the interrogation scene. Well, we're before Mike Oxlong's interrogation scene, but we're... Oh, oh, okay. In the scene where uh, they have this other porn actor who eventually runs away and oh, escapes, yeah. but I don't know why. My guess is he saw the... T- he had this look on his face of, uh, uh, and he kind of freaked out about having to perform 
that was my interpretation. I, you know, I don't know what was happening in his head, but to me, it looked like intimidation from those gigantic tits. My exact note here is the male talent is freaking out while the female talent has her tits out and is looking wonderful. (laughs) So what I'm hearing is he should have attended Sam Max porno boot camp. Exactly. (laughs) She could have helped him if he was helpable. (laughs) This is a callback to one of our episodes. If you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to porno boot camp. We love Samantha Max. She's wonderful. So let's talk about Mike Oxlong because I love the robe. So you have Dennis. who I saw him at the AVNs, the uh, the actor who played him. Wait, really? He was sitting. All right. So when we were after uh, the awards, when we were Donnie at, Rock. Yeah. Yeah. After the awards, when we were at the restaurant with Amber Lee and whatnot, he was at a, like two tables over from us. And I'm just like, maybe it's just that everyone thinks they're getting eye fucks. But when they look at a porn star, but I'm just saying, I thought he was looking at me. I don't know. I was probably hallucinating it. I was probably high on drunk girl superpowers. But I'm just saying, like, he was ve- in person. He's very attractive. Donnie Rock, if you would eye fuck one of us again, <laughs> let us know. Will I fuck you back? I don't know if I'm ready to take our relationship past that. But, you know, I fucking am down. Uh, most I could do is, uh, I, I don't know if I could lose my eye virginity yet. So, uh, baby, I'm saving it till marriage, baby. I've been giving you some eye fucking all along. So if this has been unconsensual, I am so sorry. Oh, it doesn't oh, count God. with girls, right? That's, that's what I read online. Yeah. It, it doesn't count. No, like you yeah. definitely, I fuck the shit out of Angela White. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Oh, who would Angela, though? don't listen to this episode. Angela, listen to this episode. Call us, come on our show. Make Alice blush. I mean, honestly, I just want to talk to her for her brain, and I'm not even kidding, because she basically became a woman's studies major because she was like, what the fuck? All these women's studies women are saying that I'm a victim and I'm not. And she wrote her thesis that, you know, how porn is so empowered. <sighs> yeah. And she's hard to get a hold of because she's a little famous. Just a little. <laughs> well, she's the only touch. one, like, best female performer at the Avians last three years in a row. So uh, <sighs> have your people call our people. This episode is a lot of please call us, but, <laughs> but no, really call us. Moving, moving on. But okay, let's talk about Mike Oxlong's robe because it was it Hugh was, Hefnerish, but it was very Dennis because it was like cut right below uh, the ball level. Right. Yeah, it's like you're waiting just to get accidental, like you know, uh, wrinkle viewage of of the underside of the of the bollocks. Just watching him swing in the breeze. It was short. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah, I know that one just hung in the air for a little while. Sometimes just they like don't a, land. Just like a ball or in the no, breeze. Yeah. Like a turd. Just one in the ball, wind. Though, apparently. Just, yeah, there's always one that, there's often one that hangs lower. I've had testicles for, as of last week, 36 years. So, yeah, I, I'm aware. Oh, congrats. Congrats. Thanks. So speaking of porno nicknames, my personal favorite was D's, which was Tasha Salad. There is no V. There is only Tasha Salad. So this is this is one of the final, and maybe I'm jumping to the end because I have some some notes, general criticisms of the film. Uh, there was no salad tossing. Oh, please criticize. There was no salad tossing in this film, if I recall. What? Also, also they made DP jokes the entire time, but there was no DP. I feel that was lacking in this as well. I was expecting DP. And the last scene was D and two guys, right? Right. So, and so I said, oh my gosh, we're going to get DP now. No, we were set up for this. It wasn't. No. It's very rare. So I want my money back is what I'm saying. It happens sometimes in the, you know, in the, in the scripted ones that will get a DP, but more often than not, there's one in the front, one in the back. 
Yeah, I I imagine I'm not familiar with how those contracts work out, but I imagine that's a hefty upcharge. We have also seen someone fucking a terrifying looking E.T. And that E.T. penis <laughs> was like a, it was like a two foot long pole that oh, I'm sure slightly any slight wrong movement could have impaled this. Either I will still to this to this day tell people watch <laughs> watch the extra testicle or E.T. the extra testicle. It was a great, horrible porn. Like it was a great bad one, I think. They should have in this one. I didn't even think about this until now. So in I think season 14, the most most recent season that's out. No, it's the beginning of season 13 where Dennis, like at the end of season 12 goes off to like raise a family. And so he's yeah. gone and they have, uh, I think Mindy Kaling comes in like as like his replacement to mastermind their scheme. And so of course, Mac misses Dennis and Mac orders a sex doll that looks just like Dennis. And I, I would have, I would have loved to have seen, a scene, even if it was like two minutes of somebody fucking Dennis as a sex doll. Oh my God. Real doll, this is your opportunity <laughs> to get in on the sequel. Real dolls, we're just saying, we know we know that at least one of you listens to us. Make this happen. <laughs> we had a moment with one of the guys from Real Dolls at, at the AVNs. This was, it was intense. Did we talk about this? I think we talked to it only to the patrons, but if not, let's talk about it on the show yeah so yeah we we may have changed someone's life we changed so Danny, believe, dan believe it or not the episode with ella darling as he phrased it he was working at a gas station in michigan and was listening you know trying to find something to do with his life and another pot we popped up as a recommendation from another podcast and the episode with ella darling i'm i don't want to put words into this into this person's mouth but he's like something about it with this you know person with a master's in library science who's doing technology who's doing this for the sex industry it just it just opened his mind to some new possibilities and changed his life and he was so happy to see us and we we're like we changed people's life by making dick to okay nice so look we're life changers you make ball jokes too don't sell yourself short we do make ball jokes every so often tit jokes one day we'll graduate to ball hair jokes it's hard to find in this industry oh man ball, ball hairs it's no nobody's it's funny because people are were asking for some bush back not a lot of people asking for man bush back no um raises hand i like a shall we say a well-trimmed field of grass i don't i don't want to get stuck in the weeds it's <laughs> it looks dicks just look weird like in general and i say this as some, yes. as an expert dick owner they're just weird and they there's no way to make them look good you can just make them look less weird and i I'm of the opinion that the less I, I don't like hair in general. So, you know, the less hair, the better. But uh, that was a weird rant. Nobody asked for. No, it's we, uh, it's hey, we <laughs> no, appreciate, no, 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 no. We appreciate I, you because I mean, everyone's it like it's not just about someone else's opinion on what makes your body look or feel good. It's about what what's comfortable for you to feel good in that moment, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. To be clear, that's why I refer to myself. I guess. I yeah. So I mean, it's like I'm just happy to be with somebody. <laughs> Otherwise, I'm personally really disappointed. Remember how women were doing like uh, different things with their vaginal hair at one point, whether it was like a landing strip or dyeing it or making like a star. Look, arts and crafts are fun for everyone. Why did that never catch on for guys? I would have loved some like taking down some pants and seeing like a crazy symbol down there or something. If I were to do that, it would be a lightning bolt. 
I just decided that. I don't know why. You've but, thought about this. Uh, well, Would you I get just, like the just, Harry Potter style like scar and be like, I am the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> this is the chosen penis. I've never watched Harry Potter, but sure. Oh, <gasps> it's okay. This is going to be horrible. Are there, there have to be Harry Potter porn parodies. Oh my God. There are, wait, dude, one of our episodes, we reviewed a gay Harry Potter porn hmm. parody. Does and I, and we loved that one too. I forgot. Does it have a scene like a, a pee scene and say you're a wizard, Harry? I do not remember. I'm sure one of them have it, and I hope <laughs> that they do. I hope. Oh man, no, it was really good though. It's there. The uh, the character Fag Hagrid got uh, a lot of laughs. So if there was the the fairy hag mother. I'm, I'm mixing that one up, but she was the the fairy uh, drag mother. That was it. Yes. It was either way. That one was, I'm like, I just, I want to see more Harry Potter parodies. We should do another one. We will. We have so many things to do. Anyways. So going back to the porn, I want to talk about de-stripping. So first off, it's kind of weird because she's stripping in front of her father, her, I mean, right. Charlie well, is technically her brother. No. So, and, no. I mean, and her, well, no, no. No. So, so in the actual show, there's a scene where Max says, is explaining that, that Frank is not actually, um, Dennis and Dee's dad, where and he oh, says yeah. he raised them, but he did not sire them because ah. the asshole from Seventh Heaven, the dad from there, who's who's, I think he's in prison now for <laughs> being a shit person. Uh, yeah, it's hard to get him back for a cameo. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> oh my. Just, oh my god! I, just, I laugh not that he was a horrible person, but that he was a horrible person on a show called Seventh Heaven. It's always in plain sight, isn't it? I think we need to investigate anyone who's ever participated in a Hallmark movie. <laughs> Look, Laurie Laughlin started there. It's just it. This is an operation from the top on down. <laughs> There's something weird going on. But Bruce Mathis is his character's name is actually their dad, and then Frank did have sex with Charlie's mom, and then Charlie's mom tries to abort him, but. Frank would not take him to a real doctor and said they went to a back alley and Charlie survived the abortion. And Charlie's mom tells him the story and acts like he should be excited about it. And it's wow. Again, it's a show about terrible people. These are not heroes. They are. Want to hear a random bit of trivia for the day that you might know, but if you don't, it adds on to want to know who else was attempt a botched abortion. Who's very famous? I don't. I don't. Saddam Hussein. He was literally a botched abortion. Wait, how do we know this? The historical record, like, but I, I found this out a while ago, and I was like, what? And this isn't whenever do someone, pro-lifers just give you a medal if you <laughs> like survive. Like, I just I want to know. Like, whenever someone's like, you might be killing the next cancer cure. It's like, no, try to keep killing that kid because he's going to be Saddam fucking Hussein. All right. <gasps> Get in there and kill that baby till it's good and dead. Do not take this as a fucking soundbite. <laughs> Let me just, just to make sure that I'm not a liar, I'm looking it up. Look, Saddam Hussein. Statistically, the kid is going to be dumb or end up in jail. So he's not going to cure cancer. Yep. Uh, here it is. Um, she attempted to abort her pregnancy. Um, yeah, it's indeed Saddam Hussein's mom tried to kill him. The name Saddam means one who resists. And he was... Name that due to his failure to succumb to any of her manual abortion attempts. At least that's what uh, Rational look. Wiki says. So take that with a grain of salt. You're trying to kill a fetus and it's not dying. You get in there and kill it till it's good and dead or else it's going to be Saddam Hussein. I am just saying. Was, We're going to get look, letters for this. this I'm okay with that. No, 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 no. For... It's fine because the Bible also has recipes on how to kill a baby. Oh, yeah. The Bible definitely tells you how to have an abortion and when it's okay to have one. So... 
I mean, God does it all the time, so. Yep. Yeah, so pro-birthers, I mean, look, the Bible says life begins at first breath. It's in the text. Yep. If you're religious and you hate us for saying this, it's fine. We're, we don't care about what you think. If you're religious, why are you listening I, to I us? I was going to raise did you that get question, here? too. I want to know. Did you run out of breadcrumbs somewhere after my dad wrote a porno? Like, what happened? <laughs> this is a guilty pleasure, clearly. Obviously, but we're, we're going we're gonna to say things about your religion because it deserves it. So let's talk about Dee's uh, striptease scene because I it was loved amazing. It. Can we go back just so real good. quick? I, I had oh, two notes yeah, on yeah, the yeah, previous yeah. sex scene between Mike Oxlong. So I wrote down, she said, shut your mouth and say hello to my little friends. Because, of course, she's she's the cop doing a bad cop Shut interview. your mouth and say hello. Shut your mouth and say hello to my little friends. Number one. Number two. Uh, but as I wrote down, as she pulls her tits out, which are objectively not little. Uh, so, <laughs> but compared to who? <sighs> yeah, true. I, I guess uh, compared to a normal person, I guess uh, the the average. Maybe person. she was standing next to like someone who had a triple M cup, and she was like, "Look, I can't compete. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Look, oh, I don't want to have that many back issues later on in life." But then also, uh, I don't. I don't know if you guys noticed this or not, but in the background on the wall, there was a bacon. Uh, periodic table painting. So like the BA and then <gasps> carbon and then, yeah. What? And so- I didn't notice Or cobalt that. and then- I feel it was a failure of mine that I missed that. Yeah. So I, I appreciated that. Nice. I just wonder like how that even got there in the first place, but- Probably one of them owned it and they're like, this will work for the set. <laughs> hey, I can so put this, it we can put this on the wall. Then I can say, hey, that's my- that's my sign as I'm yeah. going to town on this lady. The one thing I wasn't crazy about is that, you know, Dennis got to bang someone and he didn't even have to implement the Dennis system. He didn't have to Dennis the, her. Okay. What's the Dennis no. system? Oh, my oh. God. Oh, my God. You have not. You've really not watched. I'm going to sit down and like. After Demonstrate it, value. Engage physically. Nurture, nurture dependence, dependence. Neglect emotionally. Neglect emotionally. Inspire, and separate entirely. Inspire hope. Oh, so, separate so, entirely. So he's read all the pickup artist books, in other words. Yes. that's And that's what the entire episode is. It's about how. He's a bad person. He, he does that. So then, so then, of course, Mac and Charlie go out and they try to do the same thing themselves and they fuck it up. And even D thinks she's getting dentist. So she ruins a perfectly good relation, like the only oh functional relationship she has in the show. Yeah. It's an early episode, too. Ah, uh, well, you're, you're in for a treat then. I'm so excited. Um, so getting back to D. So. She's strip teasing, and then towards the end of her strip tease, a basketball is flung <laughs> at her head. Oh my god! And Charlie comes out, Green Man. It's just I. I will always. I think Tommy's <gasps> best work is officially Tommy in in Green Man suit in CGI Man suit. I was crying of laughter. Well, it's it's Green Man. My God, Yvette, I'm so I'm so angry with you for not knowing these references. <laughs> Look, I'm gonna. I'm, oh my God, I'm so, I have, Oh my God, I have so much cooking to do. Oh I'm gonna my be God, watching I'm this so while I'm in the angry right now. God, we're gonna just save this for the BTS. <laughs> <laughs> so, Green Man is is a character. So, like, oh my God, there's like eight layers of stories to explain to make it make sense. But it's Green Man is because the Philly fanatic is 
like the, I guess, something baseball team, something mascot. But so Charlie does Green Man as his mascot. Football, but okay, cool. The Philadelphia Eagles, fine. Excuse me? Continue. What? Nothing. Did we just- I didn't speak Did we just have a fight? Probably. It was our first one. I hate it when we fight. Um, continue but so but but then d's doing like the super like racist like home video stuff for youtube and and whatever and then charlie just always hits her in the fucking face with a ball so that was great but yeah i loved i loved he said we'll save it for the bts as like breaking the fourth wall there a little bit yep i appreciated that so Post her having this scene where she's touching herself, well, or she's doing this these pretty shots. Sexily washing dishes or trying to- in- It's funny because at first she's doing this very bad mock attempt to be sexy. And then they come over and all kind of simultaneously give her like this pep talk on how to, on how to be sexy and show her how to like, you know, they're giving, Tommy's basically giving her dry humping- motions and all of a sudden she can be sexy with water well i i was again i appreciate facts and and logic and i just had a quick fact check here you you can't wash dishes sexily it just you you can't oh that's a fact okay oh well we wow okay if wow. you can wash dishes sexily email us info two girls one mic with fucking video we want, and we're gonna reply and say you're wrong which is which you, you still can't and, and playing the video on on your podcast would be amazing because that's absolutely the right medium to share video we have we do video <laughs> on, on the youtube oh you do yeah oh, I, did, I did not know so we're recording right now video don't worry dan you look you look sexy enough I, for this it's cool dan you're the standout today of the yeah, three of us I didn't, don't worry i didn't i didn't know i would have i i am wearing my Gemini shirt. Ooh. Not like the astrological, the actual Gemini capsule. Cool shit. One of my housemates uh, is is way into astrology. And of course, she's also she's my favorite housemate. She's also the bangle. And she is just every like no matter what, somehow she'll be like, I love this person. There is such a Scorpio. And I'm like, oh my God. No. I love everything about you except that and I almost love that she's this nutty hippie, but it's like, ah, oh, every time that comes out. Nah. I wouldn't be able to handle that. You know, at she's all. my dog fucking loves her and she'll say it and she, here's the thing, she'll say it and then she'll go, you know, I know it's silly. I know it's silly. But it's like I think if she I don't know how seriously she takes it, but it amuses me. So uh Dan, do you want to act out this really quick with me? You know, where uh the last scene. Oh, this uh, is amazing. I'll be D. <laughs> five 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 pipe. Hi plumber, there's water in my sink. <laughs> 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 that's more emotive this, than she is. I, I had to pause it after this was this happened because it was so goddamn like unexpected and funny. <laughs> Mac immediately bursts in, <laughs> says, "I'm the plumber. I'm here to lay some pipe." <laughs> oh my god! And then Ben bursts in and says. I'm the plumber. Does someone need their pipe, <laughs> pipe unclogged? Oh my god! And now we have two pl- two plumbers banging for plumber supremacy. <laughs> but wait, it gets better though because Charlie yells at Max, saying, "Go with it. Be professional." <laughs> because Charlie's it's like director, an improv. Just say yes and. Because Charlie's yes director and. of photography, so that's he's he's actually doing his job. <laughs> oh my god! Director of photography or director of production. I consider oh, director of produ- uh, director of production. I, think? I believe that. What's the difference? You know, is there like, even a difference? He's the, he's the DP, and that's all you need to know about <laughs> that asshole. Look, all I have to say is that I was very disappointed that um, 
I didn't realize that's all it took to get a plumber over that there was water in my sink. Didn't even ask how much water. There was no detail. Also. <laughs> Hi, plumber. There's water in my sink. <laughs> there's also yep, supposed there's to be sure. water in your sink, right? Like, it's you know, it took it took me months of calling my landlord once upon a time when I had a clogged drain. To, God, all I had to do was there's water in my sink and wear well, a negligee. Yeah, I was going to say, that's, that's the key is you have to – and then you have to, like, be sexy while trying to wash dishes, which you can't do. And bear in mind the service. He came there in an instant. You know what I would what I would give to have a handyman come that quickly? A blowjob? So that he could come that quickly? Ah ah. Oh. And I still have to pay him fifty bucks for his time. That's I mean, that's cheap. Ma'am, I'll give you the labor for free, but my time, on the other hand. Look, I never said he was good. Look, pick two. Good, cheap gets a job done. Pick two. <laughs> yeah, basically. So this right. was awesome and we loved it. Well, you see, we got to do the compliment sandwich, though. And now we have compliment. Now we have criticism for me. Dennis, at no point in time, said, I am a golden god. Is that a thing oh, you that's normally true. Yes. Yeah. Because, you know why okay. he says that? Because he is the golden god. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Now, I totally understand now. You dumb bitch. I'm horrible. <laughs> I'm going to hell. I don't know what's wrong with me. I feel a compulsive need to start watching this, like, immediately. I mean, in the next one, in the sequel, they could also bring in Artemis because, you know, as she says herself, I have a bleached asshole. I did not even think about having Artemis on. Oh, my God. And she. Man. She is. Yeah. A lot. The only other thing I would have loved if they had slipped this in. Wildcard bitches. Yeah. How would they have done that, though? Yeah, that's a great question. I haven't figured out an answer. Because he cut the brake lines, and that's because that, that was in that one episode. It's when the garbage people go on strike, and so they start delivering garbage, but then he cuts the brake lines in their, uh, in their van as they're delivering gas because, of course, they can't even stick to one plan. That's true. And what's nice is they also don't have to, if they do ever have a sequel, is they don't have to hire the same actors. Like, for instead of Donnie Rock, they could hire to play Mac. They could have Fat Mac. They could do Fat Mac. Get all shapes and body sizes. This is the most motivated I have been to watch a thing based on watching the porn. <laughs> it's like, you know what's sad? Like, here's the thing. The Walking Dead, the porn, I loved the porn way more. Like, I hated the show because many reasons. The porn <laughs> parody was awesome. So... Can't always. I feel like this is one that I can judge the show from the porn parody. It was very well done. Yes, the ones where you can tell they they know the universe mm-hmm. and they honor that universe. It's they make me happy. So overall, great film. I felt like it was robbed at the Aviants personally. Now after watching this, I, I God, I maybe it's because I'm such a big It's Always Sunny fan, and that's why I feel it got robbed. Aww. But I don't yeah. know who. You could tell me, but there's no way I would I would know who, who they were up against. I have no idea. I'll have to look into it. That would have been something good for us to do, you know, in preparation for the show. <laughs> um, I mean, we haven't watched all of those porn, so hold on. Give me two seconds that I could find it. Uh, so many porn. 2020. Yeah, I, Wikipedia uh, doesn't have Avian. anything for best comedy. Oh, best comedic screenplay was Love Emergency. yeah. And I mean, compared to this, I don't know. I feel like I preferred It's Always Sunny. I just felt like they worked so much harder. 
given that they had to, and this is something I really respect about parodies, they have to find something that's going to make hardcore fans of the show, like yourselves, happy, and they have to really sink into those characters, get those relationships right, and find a way to put banging into that in a way that works with the universe. And it's hard to do that. So like, and I think, and I think this is why I love the parody so much. It's like, all right, what are you going to do for the fans with this? Right. And that's why, right? that's why Tommy's scene, I was, I like, I turned to Kelsey as we were watching. I was like, I am so like, Charlie would not have a threesome. And then sure enough, he didn't actually. So I was like, like I said, what a twist. So speaking of twists and people who get all of the extra bloopers that we cut out for this episode. That's called a segue. Uh, we, She's good at them. This is a segue. <laughs> we have some patrons to thank this week. And this week we want to thank Rowdy, Brian Butcher, XGD Falcon, Hudson Miles, Ken Aubrey, Brett Hazel, Kyle Washington, Mr. Danks, Priest Pilot, Brad LeClerc, John Wingle, John Daly, Logan Waterman, and many, many others. And if you want to become a patron, hop on over to patreon.com slash two girls one mic and help us support the show. Uh, help us pay for the editing for this show. Help us, you know, keep the ship up and running. Help us help you help us help you. And that's www.patreon.www.patreon.org slash patreon.edu. There's so many more extra W's there. Or just, you know, <laughs> just 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 send us money, please. <laughs> we're not saying we're begging you, but I mean, there's no tote bag in it for you. Maybe a mug. <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm just, we're not NPR. We don't have a budget. I'm just saying if you sign up at the $50 level, you get to you get to hang out. We're about to hop onto a call with one of our page. Anyways, you sign up at certain levels, you get to hang out with us. And also $35, you could talk to us on a monthly basis. I think that's pretty cool. $35 is not, not too much. And I, I think I'm worth it but I'm biased. Five bucks, you get the video of this and you get to see all of Yvette's jokes that didn't land and me cry, laugh crying. You guys can see how bad I really am at this. <laughs> so Yvette, speaking of which, where can our listeners find you? Y'all can find me at the Cybabe on Twitter and Instagram and over at facebook.com slash Cybabe where I am snarky and scientificalistic. Dan, where can people find you? On the internet, it's this thing that my what? my kids use it to play Fortnite. Wait, is that the thing that Al Gore made? Yes. Okay, cool. Gotcha. Yes. Know that. Uh, know that. Or, or more specifically, I'm on Facebook as a science enthusiast. I'm also on Twitter at a sci enthusiast. And same for Instagram and all the places. All, all the places. And you guys can find me at Rational Blonde on Twitter, but you guys can find the show. We have it in Instagram, a Facebook, a Twitter, at TGOM Podcast. By the way, of course, leave us a comment, a review. We always love reading those. Of course, become a patron. Head over to patreon.com slash two girls one mic or two girls one mic.com. Hit the support button. And of course, tell all your friends, even if you can't give us a buck, that's totally fine. We want you to tell everyone in your life, your therapist, uh, anyone who's your watching. Therapist. Yeah. Anyone who's watching Love is Blind, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about that, baby. And oh uh, yeah, catch us next week. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.